Welcome everyone to the Russell Show. I'm your host Russell Chaudhry and can't wait to jump into this podcast episode. Episode number 62, we have a special guest, Jerry Jehero. In this episode, we will discuss with Jerry the topic living into purpose. So don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on our podcast. Let's dive in. Hi, Mr. Jerry, thank you so much for coming to this show. I really appreciate you for taking the time out for our audience and sharing your knowledge and expertise on today's oh, episode. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, thank you. I've enjoyed listening to some of your previous uh, interviews and uh, look forward to our time together. Yeah, I'm super excited to talk to you. I know like we talked about like a few weeks back and actually chose the topic which we're going to talk about living into purpose so before we get into the topic i want to get to know more about you like uh, who you are and how you became a life coach and how everything is started so so our audience will know more about you sure well i um i had a degree in speech and theater and i went out to la los angeles california uh, to be in the entertainment business. Um, I always thought that that was what I was going to do. And, um, you know, I was going to make my fame and fortune like mm-hmm. so many other people, uh, very naive at 23 years old. And um, I really found um, it to be very empty. Yeah. Uh, it was very transactional. Every, every relationship was, what are you going to do for me? And even though outwardly I was very, uh, looked like I was, having a great time. I was performing. Inwardly, my soul was very empty. Um, And so that lifestyle, I finally just realized I I had to get out of that lifestyle. And that's when I began my own kind of spiritual awakening and my own journey to uh, finding my, feeding my soul uh, with Mm -hmm. a deeper purpose. Yeah, that's interesting. And so how long have you been like in the coaching business at, at the moment? Well, I, I ended up going into ministry uh, as a pastor, uh, yeah. working in interfaith ministries, working around all those different faith traditions. And as a life coach, you know, I, I worked with people in many different areas of their life, just trying to empower them, yeah. uh, helping them to live into their fullest, letting go of the past and the things of, that we get so uh, seem to be uh, reoccurring in our life. And trying to be focused on the goodness and and the divine within and beyond us. Yeah, wonderful. So, get to the today's topic, which is like you really passionate to talk about, which is living into purpose. So let's get to that. Like, what does it actually mean living into the purpose? I know oftentimes we have like a goals and future plan and everything like that. What's your definition on living into purpose? Well, purpose, I think, is that which finds fulfillment for you, that, that uh, gives you a sense of joy and passion. So maybe it's living into your joy yeah. is another way for people to think about it. Because, um, you know, purpose is, is really, I think, is we are created with many of our own quirks and personalities. Rather than living into somebody else's expectations mm-hmm. or somebody else's uh, ideas that a lot of us, I think, grow up with from our parents, our society, yeah. um, you know, how you break, break from all that, just to be able to finally be in touch with that, which gives you joy and, and fulfills your life. And you live out of that. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I can totally uh, relate you to that. Like I, like I mentioned, we live with other people's dreams and their expectation, especially for like a going parents, siblings, or people around you always like to compete with it. Like one of my uncle, let's say, if he's doing good in accounting, so my parents probably like, oh, get a job in being an accountant because this is a high salary, he's doing well with his life. So in terms of like finding a purpose, like how do you actually find a purpose? Obviously there is no, we go and ask our parents about it because they're going to do their purpose. But if you need to find your own purpose, how we actually find it is there any tools or any way to actually figuring out well yes i think there are some tools and and uh, i write this in my book the peacemaker's path multi-faith reflections to deepen your spirituality there's a whole chapter on loving yourself right what i what i found in my 20s i was very anxious very driven yeah um i i i i was always living to somebody else's expectations and I didn't really trust myself because I had other people telling me, you don't know what you're doing. You need to listen to me. I'll yeah. tell you what to do. Well, you know, it's good to take advice from people. But yeah. finally, there's a sense of learning to trust yourself, believing in yourself. And that's easy to say. And that's difficult for some of us who maybe grew up with a lot of judgment or, yeah. um, or some of that is it's about that part of uh, believing, loving yourself, valuing who we are as a person. And, um, you know, part of what I, I talk about, we have this voice inside of us called the critic, a lot of us. Yeah. The critic is that, is that voice that says, you can't do that. What do you think you're doing? It, it's very negative, right? It's always mm. diminishing you. And that voice comes from society or maybe from uh, somebody in our past, because society is always telling you uh, it's never good enough. You have to do this. You have to do that. You have to measure up. Yeah. You know, you're not successful unless you have that. And so that critic voice we listen to. And what I realized was we can retrain that thought. Those are only thoughts that have been occurring in our in our brain kind yeah. of on this cycle and and we can break that if we want to and say wait a minute just because that voice inside of me says i'm no good mm -hmm. you i don't buy it it's like yeah. i had the voice that said i'm lazy my father was so driven and he always said oh you're lazy because i'd like to take a nap in the afternoon you know and so and he was so driven right. that he could never relax so I found myself always thinking I was lazy. And then, I mean, I'm driven, I'm yeah. driving, I'm doing, I have my master's degree now. I have all these things. And finally I realized I'm not lazy. That's a bunch of whatever. Yeah. I don't even, you need to retrain your brain. And so, or, or like somebody would give me a compliment and I'd go, Oh no, no, nah, that's not really true. You know, mm. because I'd I'd be like, if you really knew me, uh, you know, I'm really I'm really not as good as what I appear. And then I realized, why don't you just take that compliment and receive that? Don't push it away, but let it come in. And yeah. that's that part of loving ourselves, caring for ourselves, affirming ourselves, and building ourselves up. 
Yeah, so it's like a respecting yourself in a way, like building the confidence for your like uh, moving into the purpose, right? Right, and and that's that part that's so critical is that our thoughts are there, but just because they come into our brain mm -hmm. doesn't mean they can stay rent free. You can actually recondition and retrain, you know, so that when those negative thoughts come, you just let them go out. And then you put different thoughts in. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like when I'd be in a depressed or I feel very um, like I was a failure. Or I didn't feel good about what I was doing. I started making a list of gratitude, mm -hmm. a list of things that I was blessed with. And then I started going, I, I have a house. I have a wife who loves me. I have money in the bank. I'm healthy. You know, yeah. I have this book that I wrote. Uh, that took me a lot of work. I finished that. I did this and this. And then you start going, wow, my life is really pretty good. Yeah. And that that gives you a sense of joy, right? Yeah. When I wrote this book, I didn't write this book planning that I'm going to make, sell a million copies. I wrote it because it brought me joy, mm -hmm. because it gave me a sense of joy. So that when people read this book, it was like, Oh, Jerry, I love this. And, and that gave me a great satisfaction. Yeah, so you knew your purposes. You knew like you need to do something for the humanity and give them something, the tools they can use for themselves, like which in your 20s, you didn't have the, this kind of book, right? Yeah, in my 20s, it was all about me. I, I, yeah. thought, I, was, I thought I was living somebody else's. I was, because if I got famous, if, yeah. I, if I had a lot of money, I'd be happy. Mm -hmm. But what I really realized until I was centered in myself, loving myself, being in tune with myself, and, and for those of us who believe that there is a divine beyond us, uh, an uh, ultimate consciousness or higher power, or whatever you want to call it, when yeah. we're in, in harmony with that, now we're in harmony, we're in tune, we're centered. And when we are centered and at peace with ourselves, now we really have so much more to give. And so I talk about living into your joy as yeah. another way of living into your purpose. Because when you do other things for people or something to contribute, it brings joy. You know, I mean, the reality is if you only think of yourself, that really is very self-centered. You eventually get ingrown and that won't bring you joy. You become very... Um, internalized mm -hmm. and and down so there's that fine line you care for yourself yeah. you love yourself but if you only think about yourself uh you miss out on the joy of of being in relationship to other people yeah it's well said like another interesting thing you talked about which is like a finding in our purpose we oftentimes uh looking for success as a like a how much money we can get, how much fame we can get. But we don't realize what is our actual true potential is. The actual process, are we going to enjoy or not? So coming to your point, like you realize at the beginning, like oh, money was everything, like fame was right. everything. But then you realize, no, not that it's not actually true. Like my purpose is something else. I need to help others uh, make a difference in other people's life. So coming to you the same way, like how 
right now is like everyone following everyone in the social media you know like how instagram is looking their friends or he's having a lamborghini or he bought a new eight bedroom house eight thousand square feet house i need to get that this is a definition of success but for a young generation like my age i'm 27 years old for those who are looking for the purpose instead of going for like the money and fame how they can find their actual purposes and define like what true potential purposes for them yeah, and I think, you know, when you're talking about what is real success is important yeah. because success set by our society is very empty. You know, Mother Teresa said the United States was one of the richest countries materialistically, yeah. but one of the, the, em the emptiest bankrupt spiritually mm -hmm. Be because, and I think that's with any of us. I mean, look, even as a minister, ministers got competitive with other ministers how big is your church yeah. how many members do you have somehow if i had more members in my congregation i was more successful we buy into this model of success in all other ways people say to you well how many listeners do you have for your podcast mm. oh this person has this many podcasts and and so then you start comparing yourself to yeah. somebody else well when you start comparing yourself now you're giving your power away. My hunch is you do this podcast because it brings you joy yeah. and because you have, it, you enjoy it. And also some people have great, you know, got meaning from it. Yeah. Now, whether it's 10 or 10,000 or a million is great, but that's not the criteria. Mm -hmm. That doesn't define you as a person. Yeah. I think for me is the same way. Somebody asked me, am I in a millionaire? And I said, oh, no, they asked me if I was rich. I said, I'm a millionaire. And they mm -hmm. said, you have a million dollars in your checking account? I said, no, I only have $2,000 in my checking account, mm -hmm. but I have a million blessings. Yeah. Because in my life, I, you know, I, I've never made a lot of money as a minister, but because of the relationships, the people, uh, the people I've helped, the people who I've experienced with, I traveled and met, oh my gosh, my life is so much more than if I would have stayed out in LA and yeah. you know, been in a movie and got a lot of money. Because actually a lot of those people who I now know who are movie stars are very unhappy. Yeah, miserable. Internally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and you, you valued mostly like the connection with the people and helping them. That's like a, your currency is. So everyone currency would be like a different end of the day. It's like, it's not about materialistic thing in America. Uh, you guys lost one of the greatest athletes is Kobe Bryant. I think last year yes. uh, passed away uh, with a plane car crash. And I heard a lot of his interview beforehand, like two, three years back. He, how he slept less four hours a day in order to work hard and trained hard. So, so on and so forth. He sacrifices law family times and everything else. Actually, when he actually retired from his career, when he actually true success he actually found, then he lost his life. So doing the all the things, all of the hard works and everything, he made the millions, nearly worth about half a billion net worth. It didn't actually came any help that time. And he lost with just a legacy that's totally fine for what is actually left for himself. 
Did yeah. he actually enjoy time with his family? Did he actually enjoy time with himself? Or did he actually look forward to in the future? Like when I be retired, I'm going to enjoy everything. So we oftentimes we do that. I'm looking for the purpose. We actually uh, leave everything for a future. On the future, I'm going to do this and do that. Well, and, and that's why I wrote this book, because I took six of the principles, life principles mm-hmm. that are in all of the major religions. Yeah. These are universal truths that I think um, even if you're not a religious person, you can find practicality in them. So I've taken these six themes, and then I, you know, I, I use the scriptures from all of our major religions because most of us have never read the Quran yeah. or the Hindu scriptures or Buddhist scriptures or Jesus. Maybe maybe they aren't Christian, but when you read these scriptures and you hear the teaching that 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 le- life lesson that I I write about, mm-hmm. you go. Well, there is a collective consciousness. There is a universal consciousness that has helped bring to great teachers in thousands of years, different cultures and places. And you see these teachings about forgiveness, yeah. about finding inner peace, about learning how to um, listen and be patient. These different principles are so important to finding our joy. Yeah, yeah, and you well said on that. We we oftentimes uh, look for our peace on materialistic thing. We often forget about the inner peace is laid down on some somewhere else, where you can find in the Bible. You mentioned if someone is following a Muslim, the Quran. If someone is Hindu and a Gita, so it's a different way to approach these things. But. When it comes down to like a society and family pressure, we often to chase down on the same route, like always chasing either could be nine to five or some career path we don't enjoy. And always like getting the trap of like paying our bills and focusing on the retirement fund. So where are we actually going to enjoy our life? Then we're going to yeah. find our purpose, right? Yeah. And I mean, you know, I think we have to be uh, smart, intelligent yeah. about our finances. Think it's good to have a retirement fund. Mm. Find something you know um, that you can do, and and so maybe you can't find a job that like you could do for a living, like I have been able to do. Yeah. But but so you find a job as an accountant, okay, and you're good with numbers, and so you can make a good living. You can also though find ways of bringing joy or purpose in the relationships you are as an accountant, you're working with other people yeah. and, and you start sharing your life with them. And then maybe with your free time, you do something else that brings you joy. Maybe you love painting or you love um, running marathons or something else. You know, it, it, it isn't like you have to, um, any job you're doing, you can find a sense of purpose. I mean, I was cleaning toilets when I was in college mm-hmm. in a factory and I was finding some joy because I would talk with all the workers who were, you know, in the factory. And yeah. as I was cleaning, I got to know them and they knew me and I joke with them and we were having a relationship and we started to share our lives together. You know, it, I was just cleaning toilets and I was cleaning the floor, but it was the relationships that were bringing me joy. Mm. And I found my purpose was in, you know, encouraging them, making them feel better. So they would always look forward when I would come to clean their floors with them, you know, because I was upbeat and happy. 
and and where the here they are in the basement of a factory, you know, working. Um, it was okay, you know, because they were making a living for their family. Yeah. And and it, it's all about how you want to frame those experiences, and and your attitude towards that, and and that's what I learned. You know, you could become really miserable. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can choose to be happy. Happy can become a habit. I'm going to choose to find joy in what I do. Yeah. yeah. My purpose. Because not everybody has great jobs. A lot of us just, you know, do the nine to five and work our family. But, but that's okay because we can find meaning and joy in, in different aspects. Mm-hmm. So that was that, you know, and that's what I was amazed at when I looked at the teachings of all these major religions, Buddha and Jesus and the Hindu scriptures, they all talk about the sense of inner peace and connection with the divine. And, and when you found these, yeah. uh, and I wanted to write this book in a way that was easy to read, that wasn't a deep book, because I think as a life coach, you, you have to make it practical for people. And yeah. I think what I tell people is find something you can read that you connect with that gives you some tools. That is, yeah. So that's what I, I hope. And I think what you're doing is, is wonderful as your people are listening to you. They're trying to improve their life. Yeah, so true. And I can relate it to that. Like you mentioned, like you used to work when you college life uh, as a toilet cleaner. And I, I did a kind of similar things. I was in a dishwasher. I was 16 when I moved to UK. And obviously that time, I didn't know what was my true purpose was. I had no clue because in new country, new everything, whatever job we can get and just get started with. So my brother put me through um, working in a restaurant. So I'm being a dishwasher there, cleaning toilet as well. So that was like my first job. But I was happy in that time. Like a first, like a two, three months, it was really hard because where I come from, like it was really difficult for me because I was doing the six days about 50 60 hours a week also working in a also going to the college during the daytime so it was really hard like uh, doing for 80 90 hours a week but at the same time like I was enjoying the moment I was enjoying that I actually got a job I'm actually earning myself at the beginning I'm working with the people communicating with them learning from them as well so it was like a great experience so like you mentioned what type of jobs you have it doesn't really matter like Actually, if you find a purpose, if you enjoy yourself, that all matters, right? Yeah, I, I think the key is if you, if you feel you're stuck yeah. and, and you feel like it's draining your soul, then you have to start to think about, okay, wh- what is it that I enjoy doing, you know? Mm. And then to have the courage to, to take that leap of faith. Yeah. Um, there was a gentleman who I was working with and, and he was dealing with his own addiction. You know, he didn't have a lot of education. He didn't feel good about himself. But he was a very caring person. Mm-hmm. He could have gone to become an RN, but he wasn't willing to go into a recovery program yeah. to deal with his addiction. And so that addiction had control of him. That mm-hmm. drug had control of him. And until he broke forth of that, he was never going to find joy. Yeah. Um, and, and part of it was, he, you know, he, he went to jail. He, he dried out. When he came back out of jail, he got he got all of his old friends mm-hmm. hung around him. And I said, you have to find a different environment. You have to disengage and find another way. And and he didn't have the the 
the courage. He didn't have the desire enough to do that. And so right. he got stuck in his old ways. You yeah. Know? So I was interested when you're talking about, so what is your life purpose for you? To be honest, at the beginning, I didn't know anything about the purpose. And I was like juggling through jobs to jobs, like a, on different, different career paths. So I got graduated from university, become a primary school teacher. Thought this is my career going to be. I want to be uh, teach uh, children. And that's my life purpose at that time. And actually, I didn't actually choose because of teaching children. I chose because this is the only thing I can get into because where I'm from Bangladesh, some of them, my grades and everything that didn't really match with different kind of like career path. I wanted to be like an, be an accountant or business studies and things like that. So only thing I just found, I can do health and social care, like being uh, like a nurse or something, but this is not something I wanted to do. And working in a school where I can be a primary school teacher, not directly, but I can be a teaching assistant for a couple of years. Then with the experience, I can move into become a teacher, which is, I did, I just thought like, I may not like the teaching, but I definitely like children and I can find something out there. So first, like uh, working as a teaching assistant for a couple of years, I really enjoyed it. The work pressure, it was low because, you know, actually planning work, things like that. But actually when I become a proper teacher, I did for a six month, and all of them paperwork you have to go through, all of them expectation you have from board and head teacher and things like that. I just realized this is no path I need to be. I love being with the children, playing with them and things, but that doesn't really define who am I and what actually curriculum is teaching children is not going to change their life because I can teach something, but in real life, they're not using any of these. It's only 10% of the what I'm actually teaching. Like one, two, three, four, five equal to uh, whatever is equal to, that really works. But when it comes to like, a, he lost his parents, how is he gonna cope with? We don't teach that in a school. How he's gonna pay his taxes? How is he gonna start a business when he's going through bankruptcy? How is he gonna cope with it? When he going through divorce, how are you gonna come back with it and live his life fullest? So then I realized I need to do something. But before that, I have to establish myself. I have to be financially stable. So doing the stable, I need to find my purpose on a business-wise. So I started a business with my brother on a takeaway business. It's like a small restaurant. We're just only doing takeaway. So I did that for three years. I then realized this is not something I want to do. It. This is not I'm enjoying. The business is fine, but I don't want to be a chef or cook. And I don't want to work in the evening times. The restaurant works between 5 p.m. to 11 or 12 in the midnight. So this is not life I want because when I, I want to come home, when I'm married, I want to spend some time with my kid, my wife, and I want to have like a Netflix and chill. I don't want to work like I want to be a billionaire or anything. I want to have a work-life balance. I want to go to prayers. I want to go in a mosque and I want to spend time with my friends and family on a weekend without like worrying about anything. And when the restaurant business, you can't do that. On the weekend, this is the busiest. Right. You have to be there. So now I need to figure out what I can do. So I learned about online marketing and internal marketing. So I formed my agency in 2017. So I'm running that over four years now. And we had a great success. We're a seven-figure agency right now. And last year, I decided uh, that was my back of my plan about four or five years now. I want to do YouTube channel, podcast. Uh, inspire other people where I come from because I lost both of my parents age of 13 
uh, one of my best friend, when I was nine years old, he died with a blood cancer during the summer holiday. So coming from them kind of background also this year, we had like a traumatic event, which is we nearly lost our first child. He was an IC for two months. So them kind of things is really, really hard. So this year, totally we decided to move forward with podcasting, bringing over guests so they can share their own stories when a podcast. So my main purpose is right now, help as much as people with our podcast interviews, with my experiences, other people's experiences, also help people in the with the children, with less fortunate, give them a shelter, education and food, wherever I make money from it. And that's it. That's my purpose. It's not like making billions or anything like that financially wise, as long as I'm paying my bills and everything, you're just totally fine and rest, go to charity. Well, and I think it's interesting uh, as you share your journey, I appreciated your sharing that because, yeah. you know, I'm 66, so I've, I've had a long range, yeah. but part of finding our purpose, our living into our purpose, our joy doesn't happen just like in one time. Oh, no. I'm, this is what it is. You were on that journey, and I believe what happens is a door opens up. We go through that door. Yeah. Then, then we learn something more, and then we go, okay, now that's going to take this, and now mm -hmm. I open this door up, and I go there. And, and I, as long as we're seeking yeah. uh, and listening to ourselves, you know, so you found something, you, you know, that, that's the process of learning. And, Absolutely. And, and, uh, and, and I just, I think that's, that's very important for your listeners to realize that when we talk about living into your purpose or living into your joy, it doesn't happen like in one job or one, no. you know, one, you know, I wish God gave me a revelation. You will do this. No, I, I did, you know, actually I was in theater. Yeah. Then I became a teacher as well. I taught and, and I had the same experience as a teacher. I wanted to talk about deeper things in their life. Yeah. And I couldn't do that as a teacher. So now I went to seminary. I became a minister. I did this. Now I'm writing. Mm -hmm. And now as I've retired from this, I'm I'm now doing more life coaching and taking my experiences. And you know, it's just it's uh I, I think that's so important. I, I and I think out of all this, you're sharing your journey. For, for your people and who are listening, that's, that's part of it is listening to your heart, yeah. continuing to take those, you know, you could have just said, oh, I'm stuck, I, I'm afraid, but you, you had the courage to say, no, I'm not going to settle for this, and, and I learned from it, but I want more, mm -hmm. and I want to do something, I'm not feeding everything of myself, and, and that's why uh, that's so important to have the courage to take that step into the unknown. Yeah, absolutely. And some of the time I came across with a different, different situation, uh, even though it, the business I started, it wasn't like an easy process. I took the leap and I went all in. It didn't really happen like that. I was running the same uh, takeaway business. I came in the midnight, then I run my online business like on the midnight. So I sacrificed all of my sleep till after like a uh, morning prayers five six in the morning I go sleep for a few hours like four or five hours then I wake up and doing shopping for my takeaway and getting ready for the next day again so actually become a stable like when I realize I'm making like a salary of mine I'm gonna cover my old bills and everything then I sold my takeaway and move to online business later on so those who are thinking 
they have to take the leap right now for their purpose and everything. You can do your side during the weekend, finding out your purpose, ask your question, like what you could, uh, what you like doing, is the people you need, is the business you need, or is the relationship you need to work on. And they do it slowly, one step at a time. You don't really have to like go all in. Some people like they want to change their career and they scared they have the big mortgage to pay, the car payment to pay, the college tuition to pay. Then don't do that. Like work on when you finish your job after 5 p.m., like between 7, 7 p.m. to 12 in the midnight, you can do that. Or on the weekend, you can do that. The one you're actually making your money or the things is working out for you, then take the leap. When you trust in your guts, like, no, this is the time for me to uh, change the boat and then go for it. So yeah, your book is going to be great in talking about the purpose. Yeah, yeah well, and, and that's why I, I think it's, it's so important that as, as we're saying, it really isn't the job you're doing. Yeah. It's that you find the joy or the purpose in whatever we do in life, mm -hmm. okay? So for some people, you know, they don't have a college education or, or they don't do that. And, and they're working as a, as a waitress in a, in a restaurant yeah. and they make good tips and they enjoy the people. And that's, you know, that gives them a, a sense of money and flexibility for many different reasons. Yeah. Um, and then, but then to say, okay, how do I find joy is, my relationship to the people. Mm. I know some people who work in restaurants who they see their regular people and they enjoy that. So yeah, it's true. it isn't about the title or the, the job that has that. Um, it really is about what feeds your soul, what gives you a sense of joy. So you, when you get up in the morning, you look forward to the day and not yeah. dreading the day. Yeah, it's like enjoying every single moment, not to keep for the future. Even, yeah. even though you haven't found your purpose yet, while you're doing it, just think about you're gonna find a purpose. Well, and that's one of the chapters. One of the chapters of my book is about walking the enlightened path, mm. which is about awakening to ourselves, finding that journey. The second chapter is the power of prayer, about yeah. a sense of being connected and being connected with others, mindfulness and prayer. Yeah. Uh, the third chapter is loving ourselves and then loving others. And then the quest for peace and, mm -hmm. and uh, finding inner peace and being a peacemaker. And, and so I, I hope that um, I, I set up the book with, as a devotional, really, you could write, because it's 40 days, you could read yeah. one, one kind of reflection each day that would enhance your life. Um, and, and that's what I hope uh, for people. Yeah, that's great, uh, Jerry. So thank you so much for sharing your expertise on this ep episode. So we are nearly running out of time. So those who's listening, if they want to read your book and learn more about you, how they can find your book? Is it available on Amazon? Or? Yeah, it's on Amazon or on my own website, which is jerryzare.com. Yeah. And those who's listening, if they want to reach out to you, learn more about you, or like I want to work with you on life coaching, how they can find you. Yes, they go to my website and yeah. there's a, a place to fill out uh, for speaking engagement or one-on-one -on -one type of thing. Yeah. And you're also available on social media, like a Facebook, LinkedIn? Sure. Yeah, I'm on Facebook and LinkedIn and all of that, right? And yeah, Twitter. Yeah, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for sharing those. 
And also like coming to this show, I really appreciate you sharing your new book, which is like a great, and also talked about living into purpose, which is like a really good topic to talk about on those who's listening. So I wish you good luck with your new book and also with your career and life as well. And uh, thank you so much for coming to the show. Thank you. And thank you for uh, having me be a part. And for all your people who are listening, may they know uh, the goodness of who they are as a child of God and believe in themselves as God believes in them. Yeah, thank you so much, Jerry. So that's a wrap, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this show. You know how to find Jerry and his book. So go grab his new book and leave some review and rating on Amazon as well. And if you want to work with this Jerry, so go find him on his website and yeah, book a consultation call with him. So till then, stay safe, stay healthy and talk to you in the next episode. Thank you, guys.